0: Alright, alright, alright. What's going on? It's Johnny King. Welcome to another episode of the Johnny King Show. I'm your host for the third time in one sentence, Johnny King. And hey, I got a ton of feedback um, from a whole bunch of my episodes, but one in particular with people being like, I want to know more about that. It was an episode that I did a couple weeks ago all about uh, kind of the intimacy, intimacy cycle of a man and when a man doesn't pull away. And people are like, well, but what is this intimacy cycle? Otherwise, so I'd love to uh, jump into that a little bit more because if there's again one thing that I could talk for hours about, it's relationships, and I, I certainly do feel like there's nowhere uh, in life <laughs> that brings more, uh, you know, joy and, and sorrow, happiness and. Fulfillment and heartbreak and pain, nothing brings more of that than human relationships. <laughs> so uh, that's why I think it's so intriguing to figure out because that's ultimately where all the juice is in life. And so from Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus by John Gray. I'm going to read a little bit here and there and then chat about it in between. But this is from the chapter that says, Men are like rubber bands. It goes on by saying, men are like rubber bands. When they pull away, they can stretch only so far before they come springing back. A rubber band is a perfect metaphor to understand the male intimacy cycle. This cycle involves getting close, pulling away, and then getting close again. Most women are surprised to realize that even when a man loves a woman, periodically he needs to pull away from her before he can get closer. Men instinctively feel this urge to pull away, and it is not a decision or a choice. It just happens is neither his fault uh, nor her fault. It is a natural cycle. And I can speak um, specifically to that feeling that when I get close to an intimate partner, and I'm not just talking about physical intimacy. When I say intimacy, it's just a sense of presence, connection. At some point though, it's like my intimacy tank is full and I literally need to go like yeah, I need to create space, I need to go chop some wood or you know uh, go for a run, a workout, I need to go do something productive, I need to go put together a new bookshelf, I need to you know go tinker on some project, I need like space. <laughs> And uh, if you're a woman listening to this, you're probably like, yeah, I've, if, if I've been in relationship with men, this is probably what's happened. So it goes on to say women misinterpret a man's pulling away because generally a woman pulls away for different reasons. She pulls back when she doesn't trust him to understand her feelings, when she has been hurt or is afraid of being hurt again, or when he has done something wrong and disappointed her. Certainly, a man can pull away for the same reasons, but he will also pull away even if she has done nothing wrong. He may love and trust her, and then suddenly he begins to pull away. Like a stretched rubber band, he will distance himself and then come back all on his own. I think this is like exactly why men have their men men caves, man caves, (laughs) because it's just that place... Um, Where he gets away. And this is what it says. A man pulls away to fulfill his need for independence and autonomy. And this is, again, don't get me wrong. This is not something only men do. Women, when they, you know, are exercising their masculine energy, they're going to do the same thing. You know, I know a lot of uh, my buddies who are in relationships with women where they're like, sometimes the men are actually more feminine. And the woman's like, get, like get away from me. I need space. Like, stop trying to cuddle me. Stop trying to, you know, just get away. Let me, let me have my space. And it says, when, when he is fully stretched away, then instantly he will come springing back. When he has fully separated, then suddenly he will feel his need for love and intimacy again. And it goes along with that saying of distance Uh, makes the heart grow fonder, right? And so automatically, he will be more motivated to give his love and receive the love he needs. When a man springs back, he picks up the relationship at whatever degree of intimacy it was when he stretched away. He doesn't feel any need for a period of getting reacquainted again. And I've had those friendships where all of my really, really good friendships, both men and women, and probably just because I am hardwired masculine, I... I might talk I might not talk to them literally for a year or years, and when I do talk to them, it's like we haven't missed a beat, and there's no energy about it there's no um, you know offense taken and then there's been other female friends that I've had that have not lasted very long because they took everything like they had a very high need for connection and, and consistent uh interaction and talking and communication and connection and all that stuff. It's like, like, God damn, we're we're just friends. Like I I cannot, I don't have time to to manage this level of expectation. I'll do it for my intimate partner without a doubt. You know, like I'm actually, I'll talk to her often uh, throughout the day. Uh, But beyond that, it gets really exhausting. I think for the masculine sometimes when there's that level of expectation that we need to talk all the time. And I know Matthew Hussey talks about um, for, for, for dating coaching for women is that when you're getting to know someone, when you're dating them, like just to mirror however much he invests. So if he, you know, chats with you, sends you a text once a day, you know, and maybe you have like a five-minute interaction, then that's it. But to kind of let him lead, otherwise you, you can potentially kind of suffocate uh, a relationship a little too quickly, before it gets to the point where there's that openness on his part. So it goes on to say here, um, this is the the header says what every woman should know about men. Uh-oh. Uh oh, whoa. It says if understood, this male intimacy cycle enriches a relationship, but because it is misunderstood, it creates unnecessary problems. He gives an example of this uh, married couple. Maggie and Jeff who almost divorced and uh they go to one of John Gray's seminars and she has this huge epiphany she says when Jeff would pull away I would take it personally um Maggie then realized that when Jeff pulled away it wasn't her fault but then running after him by running after him she was preventing him from ever feeling that he needed her and wanted to be with her and that's, that's also the challenge that I mentioned in the previous episode that I've done, where I felt like I just kind of was programmed, and again, not maliciously whatsoever, I just was like, my mom was my everything, um, growing up, and, and she was, you know, the, uh, the, what am I trying to say, like, the, the rooster of the hen house, <laughs> No, she wasn't the rooster of the hen house. What am I trying to say? She was just the, the hen of the hen house. She was, she was the CEO of the business called Running Our Family. Let's just say that. And so we all very much depended on her. Um, and so I was a mama's boy and, and I just was always looking to, to get, I mean, again, maybe just because there was five of us, I was always kind of craving that time and, and that uh, intimacy, that connection with her. But when, like I said in the previous episode, when men don't pull away, then it, and that then turns into intimate relationships as adults, then men don't get away and don't ever feel that need for her uh, or or wanting her, right? So um, it then goes on to say if a man does not have the opportunity to pull away, he never gets the chance to feel uh, his strong desire to be close. It is essential for women to understand that if, that if they insist on continuous, on continuous intimacy, or quote unquote, "run after their intimate partner when he pulls away, then he will almost always be trying to escape and distance himself. He will never get a chance to feel his own passionate longing for love. So again, do not uh, take everything I say with a grain of salt, of course. But I've had so many amazing conversations with my dad, my dad is openly gay, about his relationships. And even within relationships between two men or two women, there's still the dynamic. If there's gonna be polarity, there is still oftentimes um a very strong masculine and very strong feminine, you know, expression. And so regardless of whether or not we're talking about you know, straight or gay it still is all applicable. You just kind of have to figure out who's kind of the more f- like the default feminine individual. Like who, who, who would like to like with all stress taken away, what do you default into? Do you want to, do you feel like you want to be more feminine? or Do you want to be more masculine? Because I've talked about this before when the masculine gets stressed, it will go feminine. And when the feminine gets stressed, it will go masculine. And so I know a lot of, a lot of women who, especially the older they get, and they, don't, they haven't had a, a real strong, intimate relationship with, with a male in a long time, they start to just be like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm just happy, I'm, I'm accepting where I am in my life. I have to be willing to do everything th- you know, <laughs> that my life requires and a lot of times that requires a lot of doing this and doing this is a lot of times the masculine. And so women will find themselves in that masculine a lot and having, and it's really hard to step back and receive and create some, you know, me time and to nurture quality time for the feminine. The men also do the same thing, right? Um, but if they in relationships feel like they cannot win, which ultimately they think they have to make their woman happy, which is incorrect. If they actually knew what they needed to do, it would probably be a lot easier and we'd have a lot happier relationships. But when men feel like, like I said, they can't win, they, they stress out and then they go feminine and then they're like, you know, but it's like weak feminine. It's not the strong feminine, right? So it's like, whatever you want, babe, like whatever makes you happy. They go extremely passive and they have no real purpose or passion in life. They're just kind of a bump on a log And there's nothing sexy about that, let's be honest, right? So I hope this helps in explaining the the male intimacy cycle where men are like rubber bands. And I'm sure in a future episode, I will do another one about the the women's intimacy cycle, which John Gray goes on to say that men are like rubber bands and women are like waves. So tune into the next uh, episode. Looking forward to seeing you there. But until then, have a wonderful day and thank you again for tuning in. Cheers. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash Johnny king men's coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing and we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.